Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. Have you ever had a moment when somebody's explaining something to you, an idea of theirs, and it's a maybe a business or a novel or a website, and you say, that is brilliant. I am so glad you thought of that. On this episode, Bob and I discuss having that feeling with two local nonprofits, the Sharing Center and From Outside In. Enjoy. Oh, Sharing Center, I got the opportunity to tour them last week, and it was really kind of amazing. Um, Nina Yon uh, is the executive director of the Sharing Center, and it's this interesting concept taking care of homeless and near homeless people, uh, and mostly focused on near homeless people. People, and I hate to refer to them as near homeless people because um, you shouldn't be defined by your status. But these are people who are at risk of losing where they have to live, and so they have everything from a place they call the Oasis, which is a place that simply has showers and has clean linens for uh, towels and toothpaste and soap. And people can come in, give you their clothes. They will wash your clothes in a washing machine while you're taking a shower and you get a certain amount of time in the shower in the bathroom. Uh, and then there's food in the lobby for you. And it's just this experience full of dignity mm-hmm. for people who don't have access to something as simple and human as a shower. Plus they've got a number of different, uh, they've got a food pantry where they distribute people actually can shop for food when they're there as opposed to uh, when you're very often food pantries, you're given a box of food. And, right, here and you that's go. what you walk away with. Yeah. In this instance, you can actually order stuff and the volunteers who are so many dedicated volunteers here go back and find you whatever that they can that fits your order and give you custom-made orders. There's all kinds of sorting centers in there. It's very much like uh, what it reminded me of was Goodwill, the incredible behind-the-scenes process of sorting everything and really mining out the value of every last thing that they're given. Uh, and it was just, it was really impressive. And I'm not, I've been through a thousand tours in nonprofit organizations, usually with people having an eye on hoping I'll become a supporter, hoping I'll do the board retreat for free or, you know, whatever. Uh, and I believe that that was that the nature of this meeting. And I was invited because they wanted me to do some stuff for their organization. And one of their board members is a friend of their incoming board chair, actually. And so she wanted me to see this place and see their mission in, in action. But I was genuinely impressed by what they were doing because there were so many elements of it. And they're focusing on uh, work education mm-hmm. and uh, resume development and helping people find an exit strategy to their poverty, basically. Um, and so, yeah, I went, I went there and I spent my morning there looking at their new plans to expand. And after I got done uh, with that, I was doing a a pro bono gig for the uh, themed entertainment association. I've agreed to do that, but they couldn't pay my fee. So I've asked them to make a donation to a good cause for me. And I decided they're going to donate to the sharing center. That's great. Yeah. So that's that. They have to work out some details because I'm not sure that their organization has the power to actually donate, but they'll find a sponsor or somebody who will put good money into that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have some experience with the sharing center or did you? I don't. I actually was interviewing somebody from an organization called From Outside In. And I'm trying to do a story right now for the community paper about different thrift shops. So uh, I wasn't sure if the sharing center had like a thrift shop that helps kind of underwrite some of the cost. But, you know, you mentioned Goodwill. And I think of places to donate my stuff like that. Like you go there. And they're creating some jobs and they are making money from uh, the sale of these items. Hopefully they can use most of the stuff that I donate. 
but uh, what uh, From Outside In is doing and organizations like Out of the Closet, mm-hmm. right? The thrift shop that just opened up in the Mills 50 district. Oh, that is, that. it's a national chain. It actually started in LA. And so it's a thrift shop, but uh, that helps underwrite free HIV testing mm-hmm. and other stuff. I was that hoping they do that it had some LGBT right in the you know? organization. Yeah, right in the shop. Yeah. And it's really brightly colored. It's great. And it's fantastic. Nice. And everybody I've dealt with there. Yeah. Um, from Outside In uh, is a woman named Chrissia came up with it. I think she was working in Florida Hospital as part of uh, uh, the charitable arm, uh, the foundation. And she decided to start this up. Um, but the idea there is a thrift shop. But their mission is to help kids that are in need. So specifically kids in the foster program, mm-hmm. kids, immigrant kids who are coming over and aren't really sure uh, where they're going to be placed yet. And the idea is that kids can come in uh, if they apply and have a shopping experience there. Nice. So they get a $100 uh, credit or $200 credit and they have to figure out like, okay, so I'm going to get new clothes. And I'm also going to have this experience where it's like, I, I'm going to shop maybe for the first time and right. figure out what that's like, learn a little bit about budgeting. And if I get this, then can I still get this or nice. Life what skill. do I need? Yeah. yeah. And so I was just thinking about it that way. Like we, uh, you know, I don't, I shouldn't say we, but I don't think about the underlying mission for some of these organizations sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like, there's this when they're explaining it to me and it's like it's somewhere between aha and duh <laughs> like oh my god that's like this eureka moment and it's like yeah duh of course that's a brilliant idea like why didn't i think of that right but not in a jealous way it's just like yeah that yeah. you are fantastic for putting this together in this way and that's like this facility you're talking and, about and this is how we identify good causes that we want to support yeah it's like if they're blowing your mind because they've come up with this brilliant idea that you really wish you would come up with that's a that's a clear that's symbol for me yeah that i want to help them yeah. you know i want to support them as as best i can maybe even give them some ideas to take it to the next level i've got a couple of initiatives coming up um focused on affordable housing in central florida uh, that's an important issue to me Huge. i was focused on issue of homelessness for many years and i've crawled up the chain a little bit to see if we can head some of this stuff off as opposed to just dealing with you know intervention and so a couple of the organizations i'm working with are really focused on on that i'm looking forward to seeing some progress so that maybe homelessness becomes less of an issue because here's my belief homelessness is a solvable issue just like just like hunger we have all the housing we need. We have all the food we need. The question is whether or not the people who have that stuff are willing to share that stuff. You know, and I'm not talking about communism or socialism or I'm just talking about people doing what's right when they see other human beings in need by choice. I'm not looking for a mandate. I'm looking for human beings to step up, you know, yeah. and do what needs to be done. Yeah. So, and it's not here's the thing, it's not easy. No. Right? Like solving an issue like that, especially in a market where there are no available homes, there no are no available affordable homes, mm-hmm. is not easy, but it is something that has to be solved. Well, and I think the key there is available affordable homes yeah. because we have homes. And I'm not suggesting that we take our chronic homeless people and put them into mansions, you know, over over in Windermere. I'm suggesting that... Uh. We find, I think I'm okay with that. I would like to see that reality show, quite frankly. <laughs> but but I but I do believe we need realistic solutions because 
it keeps happening and we keep facing the same thing over and over again. And all it's saying really to me is we have not made it a priority. Yeah. Guess what? We came up with a vaccine in the shortest order in American and human history. All right. Over the last year and a half, that's because it was a priority. What we make a priority gets done. And so I'm just thinking, how do we get the really important stuff to be the priorities and solve some of these issues that have been vexing us for centuries? You know, I feel like I'm talking highfalutin right now, but I feel like this stuff can be done. And yeah, all it takes is our ability to collaborate. And I say all it takes, that's the ultimate impossible thing, getting everybody on board to do what needs to be done. Or, yeah, convincing. It is having enough people around the room. I was listening to a podcast about um, a foundation that I'm not going to name just in case I ever want to apply oh, yeah. for money from them. Uh, but they have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so, as foundations do, as mm-hmm. foundations do, this one is big. This one's international. It's not mm-hmm. a local one, so I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings there. But they're so big that they think they have the answer to the problem, uh-huh. and because they control the purse strings, mm-hmm. they say what they want done to help the issue, whatever issue they're working on. Yeah. So if they say that we're going to deal with poverty in this area by giving every child a laptop. Okay, maybe, right. but you're not you're not collaborating with the people who are on the ground. You're not collaborating with anybody else on coming up with these aha solutions yeah. that might be even better than that. Yeah, well, that, I think that's a big issue, and it's one that we've encountered actually on a very local uh, level where people come in as saviors mm-hmm. as opposed to collaborators. And what the end result is, and we saw this actually with Lyft Orlando. I don't know if you know Eddie Moreton who runs Lyft Orlando. I don't. I've heard of the organization. It's an amazing effort where they have really, really incredibly um, reworked the Washington Shores district of Orlando, a a notoriously poor and underprivileged area of town. And they didn't go in and dictate anything. They went in to collaborate. And the suspicion that they encountered when they went in to collaborate was well justified, but really tough to overcome too. And it's because of the people who come in and say, I know what's good for you better than you know what's good for right. you. And I think it was uh, Mahatma Gandhi who said, uh, what you do for me without me, you do to me. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's so good. Right? <laughs> Dude was very quotable. I don't think he even knew how quotable yeah. he was. And, and it makes sense to say, look, if you don't include me in my own rescue, then what am I? I'm what the victim it? that yeah. was rescued. Yeah. And, and then when I need something else, do I come to you? You know, so I, I, I get that. I, I, I feel like this is, that's a problem with a lot of, a lot of foundations, quite frankly. Uh, there when are a I, few notable differences in our community. Of though. course. And I bring that up not in the sense that just to knock on foundations, but no. that, you know, to solve some of these issues, we need money. And so sometimes when the people have the money and the purse strings, they're going to want to do it their way. They're going to think they, they know what they're doing and, uh, you know, it's, it's not always that way. They need money and they need trust. Yeah. They need trust in the people on the ground yeah. to know what the issues are and to have some idea of how to solve them. Because I think the vast majority of the communities that are out there have great ideas of how to solve their own problems. They just lack the resources to solve their own problems. And these foundations have all this money. They just lack the ideas to employ the money to solve the problems. And if we could just put this peanut butter together with this jelly, we could have a Sammy. Delicious 
sandwich that nourishes everyone. And delights. Unless you have a peanut allergy, in which case we'll make it with sunflower <laughs> butter, which is really good. Use it in smoothies now. Hi, gang. It's Bob. That was some deep talk about serious community change. Sometimes that's how your daily dose rolls. We hope this episode gave you some things to think about. And we hope it inspires you to help in any way that you can with your time, talents, and treasures. We are pushing atoms here. But if we push enough of those, we move mountains. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.